Let's talk about love. Let's talk about money. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about drugs. Let's talk about you. Let's talk about me. Let's talk about us. Let's talk about we. Let's talk about you, let's talk about me, let's talk about us, let's talk about we, let's talk about wealth, let's talk about greed, let's talk being broke, living in poverty, let's talk about black, let's talk about white, let's talk about how we still fight for our rights, let's talk government, sex schemes and drugs, and let's talk about God, let's talk about love, let's discuss our feelings. Hey y'all, welcome to Blessed to BS. I'm your host, Wantra LeVette, and this is your Bougie Bible Study. If you are new here, I'd like to welcome you to the best Bible study class that you would ever come across. If you are not new here, I'd like to welcome all my cousins in Christ and all my sisters and brothers um, through Christ back to the best Bible study class that you would ever come across because let's keep it real, reading the Bible, understanding the Bible is it ain't it ain't that easy it's real difficult you know what i'm saying so but i'm here to help you to walk with you to hold your hand and to to let you know that you are not alone in this i am a child of god you are a child of god obviously because you are here and that's the reason why god has was able to redirect you to this podcast now don't think that you are coming across this message Um, just because like it is not a coincidence Um, everything happens for a reason well I could say it is a coincidence right because everything happens with the purpose and for a reason and so if you are listening to this podcast and this is your first time hearing um, any of these Bible study classes and I really like to welcome you I hope that you stick around and stay around for all the things that God is going to reveal through us his children yeah he's using me he's allowing me to be a vessel where I can take out the time of my day and read um from the bible and you know read a chapter from the bible and break it down and get an understanding of what it means and what it's actually saying to me um because all these messages are actually different so when i'm in church or if i'm hearing a inspirational message i like to know that god is talking to me directly and i like to understand that i can dissect these messages and get a clear understanding or a clear view where god is guiding me and direct me and just put my full trust into the creator of the universe so yes welcome i know that was kind of long right but welcome to the best bible study class you're gonna come across period okay Again, I'm your host, Wantrell Levet. You can follow me on social media. You can check us out on Instagram, which is Blessed to BS, or Facebook, Blessed to BS, or you can check out my personal page, which is Legion Love. I'll make sure I'll try to like put all this information down below or somewhere in the captions where you guys can easily click on these things. But I do have a great surprise for you guys for anybody that subscribe to the podcast or to my newsletter to my website you will receive a gift and these gifts I had them for some time I really just want to start passing them out because I just feel like you know people deserve them it's so many things out here that we can get messages from and I I had created these cards so I want to be able to now share them with the world so whoever subscribes to my newsletter subscribes to the website or the podcast or anything like that I will get your information you will receive an email where you can get your 
your gift. And so, yeah. Anyways, so if you are jumping back into class with us, last week we were in John chapter 3, where Jesus taught Nicodemus how to be born again, and which was very interesting because you cannot enter into your mother's womb a second time to be born again. But Jesus did lay out the instructions on how to be born again by spirit and and just believing, just believing that God sent his son to die for our sins. And so if you want to check out the last episode, then go ahead and click down below on the latest episode. But we are about to get into today's episode, which is John chapter 14. I thought we were going to be in John chapter 15. And if I said that on the last episode, my bad, my mistake. Correction, we are going into John chapter 14. And this is where Jesus, he has his final instructions. Basically, he's comforting his disciples. So he's he's teaching his disciples, but he comforts his disciples. So we learned back in a few chapters in the back where God, um, where God, where Jesus was teaching his disciples on the mountain when he was giving the instructions on the sermons on the mountain about the Beatitudes and all that good stuff. So now he's about to start comforting his his disciples so grab your bibles grab your notes grab your pens grab whatever it is that you need to do and really ask the holy spirit to talk to you and ask that these messages um relate to you in a way where you can dissect and you can find out what god is talking to you about or if you're just here trying to understand and learn the stories like i am then yeah let's get up into it so john chapter 14 jesus comforts his disciples do not let your hearts be troubled He's talking to his disciples. You believe in God, believe also in me. My father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I have told you that I am going there to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me, that you also may be where I am. You know the way to the place where I am going. So I'm thinking that he's talking about this place in heaven. And yes, God has many rooms for us. Let me say this correctly. I would not not want to have a room in heaven. Okay, please make space for me in heaven because I know for a fact this earth is not my final destination. So I, I know what he's telling his disciples. He like, what I have come here to tell you that I've prepared a room for you. Like, come on, you guys. Like, so he's confident. So Jesus, the way to the Father, verse five. Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you are going. So how can we know the way? He had to throw a little shade up in there like, Jesus, what are you talking about? Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. Okay, that was three things. He's the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you really know me, you would know my Father as well. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Because God is the son of the creator. They basically do have a vision of what God is and what they do know God. And basically, if they know him, they know God. If they don't, if they don't know Jesus, then they don't know God, which means they haven't been paying attention. Mm. 
pretty interesting. So verse 8, Philip said, Lord, show us the Father and that will be enough for us. Wait, excuse me? So he tried to challenge Jesus, like basically telling him, telling Jesus, like, that ain't, like, you're not enough. Like, we need to actually see the creator of the universe. Verse 9, Jesus answered, don't you know me, Philip, even after I have been among you such a long time? Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Don't you believe that I am in the Father and that the Father is in me? The words I say to you, I do not speak on my own authority. Rather, it is the Father living in me who is doing his work pause now i get exactly what jesus talking about jesus basically like i took you guys on a journey i had you guys follow me i've slayed these demons from left to right we travel all throughout the egypt all throughout judea all throughout the countryside we done went through the synagogues we done pulled out impure spirits we done did a whole lot and you questioning talking about show me the father don't you know i am the father like <laughs> Like, like you trying to play me, Loki? Like he trying he Philip try to play him. Both Philip and Thomas try to play Jesus at that time. Like try to make it seem like Jesus is not the Father. Like, ooh, okay. Jesus basically like, I am the Father. I you been with me this whole time. You don't see who I am. Verse eleven. Believe when I say that I am in the Father and the Father is in me, or at least believe on the evidence of the works themselves. That's exactly what I just said. Exactly what I just said. Very truly I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing, and they will do even greater things than these, because I am going to the Father, and I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. You may ask for anything in my name, and I will do it. And that's what I say in Jesus' name. And that's why we pray in Jesus, because God sent Jesus down to save us, to give us instructions, to guide us. He performed many, 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 many miracles, many things in the eyes of the people. Some people will say, oh, he was really the creator of the universe. Like, he was slaying demons. He was taking out impure spirits. He was healing people. He was actually even bringing people back to life which is real crazy like this man this man who walked the earth who was actually God performed many miracles and he's telling him the disciples like well if you don't believe what I'm saying you should at least believe in what you saw and what you seen what I've shown you that's right and whatever you ask in Jesus name he will do for you because he's basically going to be with the father so when we pray to Jesus and we ask for these things all we have to do is believe that God is going to answer our prayers and since manifestation is number one in how we do things and if you can manifest things what's so hard about believing that God will make sure that it happened man I believe in the creator so much it's crazy I would I, I could not see myself manifesting anything without asking God asking Jesus like I talk to Jesus I talk to God and it's just a name for some people um it really is but however you identify the creator of the universe whether you want to call him Jesus Emmanuel Jehovah Jireh or whatever other name that's given to him because he has many names you can do that that's your 
that's your business. That's not my business. I I just know him as Jesus. And so I rep him as Jesus. And Jesus is now saying, you may ask me for anything in my name and I will do it. And if you don't believe what I'm telling you, at least you could believe the evidence. He's trying to comfort his disciples because he knows that he's about to depart them. And it's so crazy that his disciples is doubting him or even questioning him, talking about show me the father. And then that'll make us, uh, that'll give us enough like I excuse my language but nigga y'all done follow me all the way through what you talking about show you the father I am the father <laughs> I would have been appalled <laughs> okay let's continue Jesus promises the Holy Spirit verse 15 if you love me keep my commands and I will ask the father and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever the spirit of truth the world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him. Hello, Holy Spirit. But you know him for he lives with you and will be in you. Let me pause that for a second because I have encounters with the Holy Spirit all the time. And that's that, that spirit that lives within me that's constantly talking to me and guiding me. And sometimes I have to decipher if it's the Holy Spirit or a spirit of the evil ones because they also have tendencies to travel and live within people as well. And so the more I closer I get to God, the more I understand and can relate to the Holy Spirit because we have relationship. And it's so funny and crazy that I'm saying as saying this because I think some people need to hear and understand that the Holy Spirit that Jesus speaks of, that the Holy Spirit that people speaks of and guides us actually actually lives within us. And in order to tap into that relationship with the Holy Spirit, we have to have a relationship with the Creator. How do we get a relationship with the Creator? By having a relationship with Jesus. How do you get a relationship with Jesus? By actually just believing and trusting that there is someone who came to advocate on our behalf. I believe. I believe I, I truly do there's no way that I can do this by myself nor can I rise into a positive lighter brighter position in life of success um, or anything that has something to do with just glorifying how God works in my life I can't do that without Jesus and I don't think you can either but that ain't my business <laughs> that ain't my business okay let's continue verse 18 I will not leave you as orphans. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. I will come to you before long. The world will not see me anymore, but you will see me because I live. You also will live on that day. You will realize that I am in my father and you are in me and I am in you. Okay. Just a whole full circle. And that's what a full circle is. Jesus lives with his father also within us so we're always together whoever has my commands and keep them is the one who loves me the one who loves me will be loved by my father and I too will love them and show myself to them then Judas 
Judas, not Judas Iscariot. So this is two different Judases. So a Judas, then Judas said, But Lord, why do you intend to show yourself to us and not to the world? Jesus replied, Anyone who loves me will obey my teaching. My Father will love them and we will come to them and make our home with them. Anyone who does not love me will not obey my teaching. These words you hear are not my own. They belong to the Father who sent me. Let me pause for a second. So Judas asked Jesus, why is it that you show yourself to us and you don't show yourself to the um, entire world? Which he's not really able to show himself to the entire world. He can only do so much and show his hand um, because people are going to want to kill him. They're going to want to crucify him. They're going to want to take his life. So it's only so much that he can do. But his instructions are given from the creator. So God is constantly guided and directing Jesus on what to do, what to say. He's he's prophesied it and he's uh, fulfilling prophecies from the times where God spoke to his disciples. So Jesus is a, dis, uh, a descendant of many other people who praise and worship God. Like he, he was brought back to Israel actually to save the people. And that's exactly what was said in the Old Testament. But I, I haven't got to the Old Testament. So let me not go ahead and spread these lies. <laughs> like, I, like I've been reading the Old Testament, but I'm just going off of common sense that um, from reading the New Testament that I see how Jesus basically was really coming to save his people and he can only show his hand to a select a few and that's why he had the disciples that he chose out but I, I see that they're questioning Jesus because for some reason that's what just people tend to do people randomly tend to question you it doesn't even matter you can have people ride with you close with you be friends with you family and all that stuff they still going to question the things that you do the things that you say and that's just humanity and that's exactly what I'm witnessing um what by them asking him questions and stuff but let's continue <laughs> okay so these words you hear are not my own they belong to the father who sent me verse 25 all this i have spoken while still with you but the advocate the holy spirit the one y'all can't see okay the one you won't know whom the father will send in my name will teach you all things and remind you of everything i have said to you Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your heart be troubled and do not be afraid. That scripture, uh, John 14, verse 27. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. I hear that scripture a lot. I didn't know where it actually come from. When, um, when you kind of like snatch scriptures out of chapters and you kind of try to get them to apply to your life I really um it really didn't stick with me how they can stick to me now that I understand the whole chapter or I'm reading the whole chapter because I see how God was how Jesus was comforting his disciples because he's telling them this is what I'm giving you I'm giving you a gift I can't even give you the Holy Spirit he's he's basically said that God himself will send the Holy Spirit on Jesus behalf which is so crazy to even think that or even see this come into play because I see that Jesus is getting ready to depart his disciples now he's comforting he's telling them this is what I've done I've showed my hand to you they're questioning Jesus like if you can just show us the father you know what I'm saying we can really like 
believe this and we can take your commands and we can live by your commands and Jesus basically like look whether you take my commands and live by them that's your choice whoever takes on my commands and and lives by them and walk by them and not saying that you have to be perfect but whoever continue in my footsteps some somebody's gonna come and help you to guide you and lead you the way and that would be the Holy Spirit people wouldn't even understand that because you have a relationship with the most high oh thank you Jesus thank you thank you for that because that's what the Holy Spirit is doing in my life he's guiding me correcting me and she and it could be a he or she it could be however I identify the Holy Spirit in my life it's no gender here so when I say he or I say her don't think of it like that if he is just more of an authority form um, because we are looking for that father and when we're looking for that father we're looking for the one who created us and the one who created us is the father that we read of in the Bible and so to to speak on like that like the holy spirit could be woman or men it's our guider it's the one that the creator sent to us to have to advocate for us to walk and continue the continue the works of jesus that's all i'm doing i'm all that's that's all i'm doing i'm just like yes lord use me in what way can i share what you are doing for me but not only what are you doing for me but what message do you have for me to relay or tell the people and he's like yeah let them know about you talk about you talk about what you do what you don't do and read the bible show me that you can be in connection with me show me that you can have a relationship with me and so i take on this journey with full gratitude and full joy like yes continue to help me live this life because i don't know what to do in this world today i don't honestly and so let's continue verse 28 you heard me say i am going away and i am coming back to you if you loved me you will be glad that i am going to the father for the father is greater than i i have told you now before it happens so that when it does happen you will believe I will not say much more to you, for the prince of the world is coming. Mm. He has no hold over me, but he comes so that the world may learn that I love the Father. Ooh, ooh, let me just jump back real fast. Verse 29. I have told you now before it happens, so that when it does happen, you will believe. I will not say much more to you. For the prince of this world is coming. He has no hold over me, but he comes so that the world may learn that I love the Father and do exactly what my Father has commanded me. Come now, let us leave. And that's the end of chapter 14. Now, oh, if I could talk about these last couple of verses, starting from verse 29, Jesus is basically like, look, I told you what I told you. I said what I said. Okay? Basically in my Nene Leaks voice. I said what I said. I did what I did. Okay? I'm only telling you this because when the time comes for me to leave, like I'm telling you that I'm about to leave, you'll believe that I said what I said and I did what I did. Now, it's going to be time for me to depart because the prince of the world is coming. It's in the Bible. The prince of the world is coming. I wonder who the prince of the world is. <laughs> because Jesus only came for a temporary time. He was not a part of this world. 
ooh, it's getting a little spicy and I like that. So he's basically giving his disciples the instructions and the comfort that they leave. He's like, look, I'm going to give you peace. Peace I leave to you. Because peace I shall be with you because I'm about to go to my father. And you should be happy if you love me. You should be happy that I'm going to my father because I said I'm coming back. But I'm coming back within you. So if you believe me and you love me and you trust that I said what I said and I did what I did, then you can fulfill the commands of my father. And see, I got to depart because the prince of the world is coming. I'm not going to dig too deep in who the prince of the world is because I really don't want to spoil what I think I may know. I really want God to continue to show me because I don't know what's really happening in the world. But I do know just like Jesus, I love my father, the one that created me. So I want to do whatever he tells me to do. I love the ending of this chapter. Like, if you can't just understand it, you can just visually picture what Jesus is talking to his disciples about. He's giving them the comfort that they need. They're questioning him, for one. <laughs> Thomas started off like, bruh, look, show us the Father, and I'll believe what you said. I'll believe what you said. And what's the other one? What's the other one said? Philip. Philip, like, I'm sorry, Thomas questioned him first. Like, how is we supposed to believe you when we ain't never seen a father? You know, like, uh, what you talk about? Then Philip was like, show us the father and we'll believe you. Jesus like, hold up. I done, I done been with y'all. Y'all done roll with me. We done walk for miles and miles and miles and miles. We done walk for hours and hours and hours. And you, you question me. You talking about show me something like, I am the father. Come on, you guys. Don't don't be don't be don't be idiots like I am the one. <laughs> you can't see that. Matter of fact, look, I'm about to get ready to depart because somebody coming after me, the prince of the world coming. But I'm about to go to my father. But don't even trip because if you love me, if you love me, it's clear in day what he's telling him. If you love me, then you will believe the things that I've spoken to you. You will believe the things that I've said to you. You believe the things that I've shown you. And you ain't going to have no problem because my father going to send somebody that's going to advocate for you. And it's going to help you, lead you, and guide you, and direct you onto what you need to be doing. So you really shouldn't be worrying. But if you don't love me, and you don't believe what I say, and you have an issue with that, they go ahead and team up with the prince of the world because he is coming and his plan is definitely of the world i really really like this scripture i really really do go ahead and break it down for me so that was john chapter 14 and it had 31 scriptures and it was pretty interesting next week we'll go into john 17 which is so crazy how we're skipping through the bible and i believe the week after that we're going into Matthew 26. And Matthew 26 is literally the betrayal and the arrest of Jesus. And I promise you, when I read that, I was like, I cannot wait to really talk about this. But let me talk about John 14 for a second. And how Jesus is giving the final instructions to his disciples. Because this was Jesus' departing um, disciples. And this was his final instructions. Like, after John chapter 14, Jesus didn't really have any more instructions to give to his disciples. Because he taught them so much. He took them um through a lot he showed them a lot they did a lot and even through all of that 
here you see that they're still questioning Jesus. They're still not really believing that he was actually sent from heaven. Like he's telling them, I am getting ready to depart from you guys. My father um, has many, many rooms. I will come back to get you because you will have to come see me or meet me or you don't. You can go to hell. That's up to you. But if you love me and you trust me and you actually believe what I've shown you and when I and the believe the things that I commend you and I taught you, then I have prepared prepare a room for you in my father's house. Hello. They questioning him. They like, uh, well, you ain't shown us. You ain't showed us the father. Jesus like, I I low key I did though. You know what I'm saying? I remember when I put the impure spirit out of homeboy but he ain't go that deep into them but i could just only think what he was thinking like <laughs> remember when i raised the old girl from the dead but you know we ain't gonna go up into that and then another one question i'm like well just show us show us the father and that'll be enough that'll be enough for us to believe us but i honestly want to say that even god was to reveal his bright light and would have you know came was like boom this is god they all would have been scared and they still probably would have questioned if that was god or not and it just put things into perspective for me when i think about humanity and i think about how to deal with people and i deal think about how to interact with people people are always questioning you they will always question you your motive your ability to do anything your skill your talent your anything they will question because that's what humanity does that's what a human does i didn't want to say a person who understands spirituality or who wants a relationship with the most high or who search for a relationship with the creator of the universe they go into a more understanding than a person who don't understand talking say if a person is just always talking negative or always questioning things or never just believing like you don't set yourself up to receive what God has for you. You would not set yourself up to receive what God has in store for you because you don't believe you're questioning it. Like you don't, you don't, you can't tap into that realm of manifestation because you have no belief in you and it becomes tricky. And then you start blaming God and you start saying, oh, Jesus don't love me. And, and that's where all that energy will come from all because you do not believe the commands of what God has said. And, and believe me, he didn't really say much. He did more than what he said. Like he gave commands, but he didn't command people to do anything different that they wasn't doing. He just said, turn from your wicked ways, turn from your evil ways and walk with me, get in relationship with me. That, that doesn't mean like turning over and being perfect or anything like that, because I, I don't, I just don't, I just don't see nobody being able to walk this earth being perfect. You know what I mean? I think that was a job for only God God is the only thing that's perfect and that's why he's done something that was just so different from everything else and everybody else and nobody could understand how Jesus was able to operate the way that he operate but in his final comforting words to his disciples he let them know like you know I have peace for you 
this is what I leave you. This is what I have to give you. And my father is going to send the Holy Spirit after me to help you because the prince of the world is coming. And my time here is it's, 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 it's about that time. It's time for me to about to be removing. So peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. He doesn't give things to gratify us or, or put us in a state of peace where, where, the, where the world could give us. Meaning like the things that come from the world don't really sit peaceful within our spirits and our heart. Like yeah, they're beautiful. They're here. They're temporary. They have us. They bring us happiness. They bring us joy. But not too many things of the world, if you think about it, really brings peace. And to have that peace can really only come from Jesus. And I'm smiling and I'm laughing because I really appreciate that gift. And it's to have that gift is, man, priceless. There's nothing that you could do to actually pay for a type of gift like that. You can even kind of think that you're going to go on vacation and think I'm just going to pay for that type of peace. But the peace that Jesus gives, the world cannot even take it away from you. That's a gift that comes from Jesus. And it's like, yes, I want that gift. I long for that gift. So when I think about gifts and how can I give people, you know, what what can I give to people that that is not in physical form? And I think about giving people peace. I try not to be miserable in people's life. I try not to bring problems into people's life. I because I don't want I don't want that in my life. And I want a peace that I that overflows. I want a peace that God gave me peace. How can I give peace to others? Because he has given me peace. And now I have manifested the peace to overflow because I constantly long for it. How can I share that peace with others? And so I'm constantly trying to make sure that I'm being peaceful in people's lives. I'm not starting drama. I'm not talking about people. I'm not doing anything that's going to bring turmoil or chaos or anything that's destructive that's going to disturb my peace into my life. And I even try to stay away from things that doesn't bring me peace. So I really, really, really enjoyed this chapter. I hope you guys enjoyed this chapter. Again, next week, we're going to go into John chapter 17. And we're going to see what happens around that time. But if you um, want to listen to any more episodes, then go ahead and check out the episodes down below. Tap into any episodes you want. Ask God to speak to you. I'm happy that you're here. And again, I have a gift for you. So if you subscribe to the newsletter, you will get an email where you can receive your free gift. I've created Bible study reading cards. I created them for me, you, and everybody else. And I just had this thing where I saw fortune teller cards being a very big thing and no judgment. Look, do what you do, believe in what you believe in. But I really asked God if he can help me create something that'll help people more tap into the Bible because I know the Bible is just really, really tricky and hard to understand or even grasp or you know there's just so much judgmental things going on behind the bible but the bible is the way it's the truth and it's the life and i enjoy um saying that because god just identified um jesus that's what jesus is jesus is the truth the life and the way and we all need that to survive and live on this 
world and this planet um, especially with the prince being here but I wanted to be able to help people with the truth the life and share this with you guys and so I was going to sell them yes I'm still going to sell them don't get me wrong because your girl need her coins okay I need my money but for the first part in the first part of the shipments I'm going to give them away I'm going to give them to all those who subscribe to my newsletter and keep in touch with this podcast we're going places we doing things and it might look a little ghetto right now but don't even trip we're going to step over into the bougie side sooner than later. And it's going to be really exciting. And I have a lot of stuff to give you guys and share with you guys. But I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to share with other people like your mama, your sister, your cousin, your brother, your sister, your auntie, your uncle. And until next time, you guys, I will talk to you later. Bye.